Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by SeaKeek. This is episode 365. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. What's up? What's up? What's up? Full transparency. As most of you know, I was out of town this weekend. I, You're going to be filling me in today. Probably the same way you're filling in a lot of our listeners. You're filling me in on everything today. That's where you're supposed to just flip the table on, on the listeners and say, full transparency, I was out of town. I watched more baseball than I have <laughs> in my entire life this past weekend. No. I neglected all, <laughs> all family, family responsibilities. <laughs> Just went fully in. No. Didn't feel That'd like catching nice. them off guard today. That'd be nice. I can fill you in because I got some, I mean, you, you, know how, you know how we roll on Mondays, all about the weekend series results and uh, do a little look at the standings. Yeah. But like uh, bef- before we do that, <laughs> I was waiting for the rest of that that transition. I'm taking over. This is your transition. That this, this is, is on my you. transition. All right. Speaking of what's on you, I have no idea. I got nothing from that. What other words did you say? Speaking of uh, transitioning. The amount of hair on your body. There you go. <laughs> That's better. The uh, hair, the, taking yeah. a look at the standings, the hair that's standing on your body as yeah. we transition segments here. Tough. That one was tough, too. That well, tough. I mean, was, yeah. on, hair on your body, that was a little <laughs> rough. I don't know. Speaking of rough, Patch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking oh, of body hair, uh, manscaped, manscaped, manscaped. Uh, I need you to buy stuff from them. It's that simple. That's all I need you to do. Use our promo code, three o take, social handle. Type it out. Three, o, take. Twenty percent off, free shipping. And what's cool is if you do that, you get to hear about Manscaped for a longer period of time because we're just going to keep talking about them in the future. But if you don't do that, then we can't talk about them much longer than the next few days. See how that works? We have until July 7th. I mentioned last episode, we're just being fully transparent here. You probably don't listen to many podcasts that give you the, a peek behind the, the curtain, but we are. Yeah. We're in a little bit of a trial period, as I mentioned last episode with Manscaped, and they're essentially putting you guys to the test. They're saying, what are your listeners, what are your followers capable of doing in this month period? So we have until July 7th for you to use the promo code as much as you can. We're not saying that the people that use the promo code will evolve into our favorite listeners and followers, but we're not not saying that. So take that as you will. You have until July 7th to use our promo code 30TAKE. That's our social handle. You can take off 20% of your order uh, and you get free shipping, as Nate said. Uh, so just do us a solid. Help us out there. We're trying to and, trying to lock them down long term and, and you can help us with that. 
And if you DM the account, screenshot your receipt, get to have a little FaceTime action with us. We'll talk whatever you want. Baseball, not baseball, food, more pubic hair stuff, whatever you want to talk about, you get a chance to do it. So go to Instagram. Do you put it on Twitter as well? Is it just Instagram? I may have to check. I know it's on Instagram. The details are on there. Details are on there. Facebook as well, I think. Uh, If you submit a screenshot of your receipt before July 7th, you'll be entered. And the winner will be announced on Monday, July 10th. Yeah. Then we get to hang out a little bit too. So buy something for your body. Look, I know a lot of you hairy mofos are going to be taking your shirt off for the 4th of July. And I'm sure there's going to be some some stuff you got to trim up a little bit, getting a little wild boar action lately. So, yeah, shape up. Make sure you look good for all the 4th of July pictures. And, you know, if you're if you're smart, you can strategically trim that up so it doesn't look so fat when you're eating 12 hot dogs. So, you know, there's certain ways you can go about that. There, there you, go. you have it. 3-0 take. Type it out. 20% off free shipping. Manscaped.com. Love it. Uh, let's get into some weekend baseball, shall we? Right off the top. Yankees over the Rangers in a series that I was rather surprised about. Did not think uh, we'd be talking about the Yankees taking the series, but the judgeless Bronx Bombers take two or three from first place Texas and take the rubber match on Sunday despite Garrett Cole's shortest start of the season. Mm. I believe he went four and two-thirds. Does that sound right? Sure. It's sure. kind of surprising. He only he had only given up, like I think, Pitch three. Pitch count issue. I think it was a pitch count issue. Yeah, he. I mean, he was he was uh, racking up the hits, but yeah. the, he kept it kept it relatively low in the run category. But yeah, uh, Yankees take that series. Cardinals and Cubs split the two game series in London. Paul Goldschmidt becomes the first big leaguer to play a regular season game in five different countries. Can you name the five countries? Mm, I saw the post. But it's been a while. So we this got is Mexico. Me, this is me testing you and your memorization skills as if you were in elementary school. Let's see how you do. Mexico, U.S., Canada, England, Australia. Pass with flying colors. Nailed it. That was that stupid opening day a few years ago. That was like three days before the real opening day that was in Australia. Do you remember that? I think you yeah. were still a D-back back then. I didn't understand that. How many years ago was that? I would guess that was probably like 2018, 2017. What a dumb idea that was. They play rugby down there. They went to Australia. I don't know if would this have been... So 2014? Whoa, that long ago? Dude, we're... Yikes, What is happening with time? 2014. Relax. Yeah, slow your roll, time. Uh, Twins over the Tigers. Twins get the comeback win on Sunday to take the rubber match. Orioles over the Mariners. Orioles mm. drop game one of the series 13-1, to but take Saturday and Sunday's games and the series. Anthony Santander has homered for five 
Hmm. He's homered five times in his last six games. Saw he robbed one too. He did. Quite the quite the neat. day for Mr. Santander. That's neat. Quite neat. Rather neat. Phillies over the Mets. The Mets absolutely implode on Sunday in a way that only the Mets can. Josh Walker comes in, gets nobody out. Mm. Brett Beatty makes a throwing error. Jeff Brigham walks a guy in and then proceeds to hit back-to-back guys to force in the tie and go-ahead runs. In what many in in what many were chalking up at that point in the game is a surefire dub for the Mets, uh, only for the Phillies to walk away victorious. You gotta Whoops. love that. Whoops! I saw a I saw a screenshot of, uh, or like a screen grab of Justin Verlander in the midst of all this, mm-hmm. and he just has that look on his face, like, "What did I sign up for? What am I doing here?" We yeah. could have told, like, if he would have listened yeah. to us or. I'm assuming you missed that episode. Countless other people around him in his circle who I'm sure were telling him the same thing. Like, hey, man, even if they give you $6 billion, this is what you're headed for. And he said... Wifey wifey wanted to go live in NYC. That's what it was. Had to have been it. It's not even NYC. It's... It's Queens. Come on. Doesn't, doesn't count. I'm sure they live in Manhattan, but <laughs> either way. Oh, uh, come on, Justin, make better decisions, bud. Be just be better. You, I don't even. I feel no no sympathy for you. And I don't even we, think him and Max are boys either. They don't even seem like they're boys. They seem like there's a little bit of like a weird rival there, like a strange little rivalry. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of trying to establish yourself as the 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 king of the the staff the ace yeah. of the staff king of queens if you will the the jack of the staff the joker of the staff any variety of playing cards of the staff and they're you would imagine they're going to they're going to bump heads on that a little bit even if they don't mm-hmm. necessarily express that publicly Dumb. I don't know if Buck's gonna make it to the end of the year. I don't want to pat myself on the back here, but what did I say when it was announced that Buck Walter was gonna be the manager? You were on board, which to your board. credit, to your credit, I will give you props for trying your absolute hardest to believe in <laughs> the possibility of a culture change. I yeah, I applaud you for that. I You're really bet- did. You're a better man than I, but I said, <laughs> I don't think that even Buck, as much as you and I both love Buck and as good of a manager as he is, I don't think he can, he's not above what the Mets are and have become and will continue to be. That's just the reality of it. I think the, the weird little tweener stirrups things are, are pissing me off now too. I think I'm over it. Yeah, a little Buck, tan- man. Buck literally has the worst luck. Bad luck, Buck. Look at the teams that he's managed. It's like, dude, can't catch a break. And he, there's going to be a scapegoat, and you can't. It's not going to be a payroll thing. You know what I mean? Someone's got to go. Bad luck, Buck. 
Um, the Blue Jays over the A's. George Springer hits his 55, 55th, 55th <laughs> career nice. leadoff homer. It's Monday. And Kikuchi continues to shine in the month of June, going seven deep, allowing one run and two hits. If you're getting that kind of production off the back end of your staff, Blue Jays could turn it around. They He's have been... they have the roster to do it. Well, we'll maybe get into that a little later if we have time. Oh, we're getting into something. Oh, we're getting yeah. into that. Uh, but no, you say Kikuchi... He's he's throwing quite well this month, uh, which good for him. You know, good for him. He's had his his uh, his woes, down, his down stretches, his woes. Yeah, he's been running through the six with his woes for sure. So mm-hmm. you know, good for him. Uh, Oakland, on the other hand, has lost for the tenth time in eleven games following a seven game winning streak. Back on track. The A's are. I got a little nugget here for you. The A's are forty games below five hundred at twenty and sixty, tying for the ninth worst record through eighty games in Major League history. There we it's go. the worst eighty game start since Detroit opened nineteen and sixty one in two thousand three. There we go. I I don't take credit for that. I believe I pulled that from ESPN stats and info. But you know it. it <laughs> I don't want to say you love to see it, but I love to see it. You love to see it. I, <laughs> if I we're was, all, if, we're all A's fans here. If I was on the fence about the A's prior to this year, Dude. I couldn't be more out on Oakland fan. Not yeah, just the team. The team is what it is. Yeah, but yeah, man, the fans have just really like. I don't know what it is about them this year, but they they just really rubbed me the wrong way. So you know what? If if Kyle and the Oakland A fan base is the rivalry that we're taking into the, the second half of 2023, so be it. I'm here it's for not it. Not what we expected, but it is here. Rays split with the Royals in a four-game series. Tyler Glass now records 12 strikeouts and five innings on Sunday as a reminder. Major League Baseball's best Tampa Bay Rays salvage a split with Major League Baseball's second worst Royals. Nice. Nice. Didn't have that on my bingo card for this weekend of baseball. Let's go Royals. Uh, Lord's work. Let's go Reds. Let's go Reds. They dropped the series, but all three games between them and the Braves who I believe were, uh, that was my weekend series to watch, ended up being a fantastic series. I was able to tune in and and catch it. Uh, As I said, all three games decided by one run. The Braves, however, who snapped the Reds' longest winning streak in 66 years with their win on Saturday, have won 17 of their last 20. Mm. Mm. Yeah, dude, that that was a competitive Sunday game. That's the those are the highlights that I caught or Sunday's game and it, it there's there's an energy and there's like a it, it's like the Reds just run out of outs. It's not like they're losing. It's just like when they lose, they just ran out of outs. Like they're still punching. They're still coming for you. And I like that. That's fun. That's good that's good baseball. So, I think since he I don't know when, I don't know how long it has to last for you to say that they're like 
all right, they're some semi-real. I'm not saying they're playoff contenders, but they could be kind of real-ish. Could be tough place to play. No, no, no. I'm not letting you off that easy on a, on this fine Monday. Don't give me that. Don't say... I'm not saying they're playoff contenders, but they could be kind of real. Like, commit here. No, too early. No, commit. Too early. Commit. Too early. Nate, you've already... You've already... You've already recommended burning organizations down. Yeah. You've re- you've recommended managers be fired, yeah. but yet it's too early to commit to the Reds yeah. as we approach the start of July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's just... Ugh, they... I understand the hype. I understand the fandom. I understand the youth. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Give me, can I have a date to commit? <laughs> can you give me a date? Well, let's be clear. To what you just said, the the fandom, the youth, that was there. There's no doubting that. But like, I, I believe I was saying just this past episode that I don't really feel like the hype arrived until just very recently. Yeah, because we new. did not hear much of anything about this team no. prior to this winning streak that they, that they just pulled off. So right. the the hype while it exists and is very real is also very new, I think is is safe yeah, to say. I know, but like we we were talking about raising the Jolly Roger, now they're down in like fourth place. So it's just like these teams that are probably showing up earlier than what people expected. I just don't know if they have the depth or the longevity to be legitimate. So give me I'll give the you all-star till, game. I was gonna say, I'll give you till the all-star break. All right. When is that? What's the what's the day? Uh the game would be it's always on a Monday or Tuesday, isn't it? say yeah july 11th all right mark it down i'll commit we record most likely we'll we will be recording that monday july 10th we're announcing facetime winner so yeah ah yes you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and do that right now all right just go ahead and log this in my phone hey siri Go ahead and set a reminder for Monday, July 10th. I guess it picked up the fact that I said, go ahead, and that set that as my reminder. So mm. for 7-10-23, it's, it just says, guess, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead and commit. That's what we're talking about. Just just said, go ahead. So I'll go ahead and set that time as, uh, we'll just say noon. So... Monday, July 10th at noon. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Uh, you mentioned the Rays and Jolly Roger. It's It has not been good news no. for the Jolly Roger as of late, my friend. Uh, the Pirates have lost 12 of 13. Mm. However, the bright spot, 
the Marlins take this four-game series. Yuri Perez extends his scoreless inning streak to 21 on Sunday. Mm. He's given up just one run over 28 innings in his last five starts. Seven and three in their last 10. Marlins might be pretty real. I told you we could be back on uh, let's go Marlins mode. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible in La Biblioteca. (laughs) Let's go Marlins. Let's go Reds. Let's go Marlins. Let's go... I still I still believe in the Pirates. I got I got to do something though. Uh Brewers over the Guardians, Brewers win it in extras on Sunday to take the series. White Sox over the Red Sox. White Sox take 2 of 3 from quite possibly the most average team in history. The Red Sox can't do anything outside of average whether it be you know, actually, I mean, I was going to save this, but let's just, let me just take a peek here. If it's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, record 40 and 39 plus 21 run differential. So nothing to write home about there. They're just so 21 and 18 at home, 19 and 21 on the road. Everything they do is right down the middle of the road, just middle of the pack. I, I can't do it. Although, hey, I will say, I did feel a little something this weekend, possibly for the first time since last season with the Red Sox, and that was watching Rafi Devers hype up Brian Bayo after his start this weekend because that particular individual, my friend, is uh, developing into quite the young arm for the Red Sox. So mm-hmm. that got me a little mm-hmm. excited. I, I felt a little something. All right. Core is coming oh, out to get the for ball. It's future. It's like a future something. It's not like for a sure. this year or something. No, 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 like no, a, no. All right. Was, there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe a little, a little crack. Yeah. Letting some light in. Yeah. Watching Cora come out to get the ball. Rafi's hyping him up. Uh, it did something for me. It moved the needle. I'll say that. Uh, Rockies over the Angels. What a series this was. <laughs> Angels outscore the Rockies 32 to 12. They scored... What did I, what did I see? I need I because I, I don't want to misquote this because it was, I just didn't believe it. It was something like the. It's hard to find Bob Nightingale tweets when you have them blocked. Hmm. Hmm. Let me step in. I don't. I don't. I don't have anybody blocked. No, I'll find him. I will find this. I just like I don't necessarily have anything against Bob Nightingale, but I if I'm looking for like factual information, right? I can't risk having something that he puts out there slip up. Oh, it says uh the Angels scored more runs in the 3rd inning Saturday than the Rockies produced all weekend. But what the are we still manage to lose doing? Two out of three games. You drop the series. You you outscore the Rockies thirty-two to twelve and drop the series to a last place team. 
Come on, angels. You got people believing in you. And this is what you do? Hmm. Tough. That might have not even been the weirdest thing of the weekend, though. The fact that they they acquired Mike Moustakis via trade, like, the next day after they won, what was it, like, 25 to 1? Yeah. That was kind of, I'm like, like, is this 20... Is this 2014? What's going on? I don't know. And they moved uh, Deadwater Escobar. They they went and got him. They sure did, yeah. Strange. I don't know. I don't know what the Angels are doing. I don't know what the hell the Rockies are doing either, to be fair. So, it was funny. We were, that was like parts of a game that I caught this weekend. Uh, we, uh, we got food and, <laughs> and I'm sitting and I'm eating there in the living room and, um, all the ladies are like playing cards in the other room. And so my stepdad comes in and he like sees the score and he's freaking out because he's obviously I'm in Denver. He's lived in Denver for like 30 years. So he's always rooted for the Rockies, but, uh, it was, it was, uh, 18, nothing at this point. And we're laughing and he's like, all right, I'm going to go get another taco. So he gets up, walks to the kitchen, gets a taco, sits down, takes a bite, 23, nothing. It's like like 30 seconds went by. You got a new taco and one bite in and it's already five more runs put on. Absurd. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you know, just when you kind of get excited for the angels, they go out and just dropped it. Uh, doesn't make sense. Yeah. Simply does it. not make sense. Giants over the D-backs. Arizona sets a franchise record with its 79th consecutive game without being shut out. But the second place Giants close the gap between them and the first place. You guessed it. D-backs. That was my series to watch. That uh, was. I don't think it disappointed either. Another so. great, another great weekend of ball. Yeah. Was that in San Fran. It was in San Fran. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, the Nationals over the Padres. Uh, look. Look. Are we done? Are we all done? <sighs> look. When, you're, when your wife, who like follows baseball, knows the names of guys knows relatively who's good, who's not. When she's coming to you after seeing the results of this series, just dumbfounded, that's when you know. Because, sure, the Padres go out, I, if I recall, they go out and win by like 10. I think game one was like 13 to three or something. Mm-hmm. You then proceed to get shut out in game two and then drop game three to the Nationals. They they gave up a lot in game three, didn't they? I think they gave up like 10. Eight. They were outscored the last two games 10 to three. You're running out of time, Padres. You're running out of time. When you have a series on a platter for you, you're at home. You're playing the last place Nationals, and you drop the series. 
that does not help your case for being preseason World Series favorites. Whether or not you actually were, whether or not you actually were preseason World Series favorites on paper or in Vegas, most people, including myself, thought that you were an absolute shoe in with the lineup that you put out there. Because what more do we have to go off of? And then you go out and do stuff like this. What are what are what is happening in San Diego right now? What did Xander say? Trying to find it. Oh, I got it. Where is it? I can't find it. It pained me to see Xander go off to San Diego and have just the start that he did just teeing off on everything. But now I'm starting to feel worse and worse for the guy because he's he's a little dinged up. He's struggling a little bit. The team sucks. Now it's just kind of like, come on back, man. If you're going to be miserable, at least be miserable with the team that you kind of came up through the system with. Here it is. Come on, man. We're playing the Nationals. I don't think they have playoff aspirations. So you have to beat the teams that you have to beat. It's tough, man. It's tough. <laughs> he says, I don't it's think they tough. have playoff. That I, I respect him for, for taking the, the high road there and being a yeah. professional about it. Are we... Are we like positive that the Nationals haven't been eliminated from playoff contention yet? I know, seriously. I I don't know, man. There there seems to be like this I don't know if there's like a clash. Not necessarily like a like a angry clash. It's like we have all these leaders and we don't know which one is leading. Nobody wants to put their their foot forward here. Yeah, it's kind of strange, you know. So, uh, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Do you think they move Soto? Well, I mean, this goes back to what we talked about a while ago. You're gonna you you can't you can't have another Xander Machado esque contracts on the books you just they're not gonna sign them you can't swing that so unless you get creative with salvage something if they miss the playoffs if they miss the postseason it's like you gave all that up for soto nothing you got nothing for it maybe try to salvage something get some dudes back I don't know. Tough spot to be. And like, who would have thunk? I I don't know. Like Bob Melvin's a pretty good manager, but he's probably not used to having all these stars. I don't necessarily think that's something that requires like getting adjusted to or anything i, I think that's a good unless problem there, to have. unless you don't know who to who needs to step up and be the vocal one yeah but like part of that and i feel like it's it's a it's a common theme around baseball more so like recently more than i feel like i've ever seen it but people are just 
absolving players completely of responsibility where it's just right. like well it's the manager fire the right. manager no, no no for sure like with the red Sox, fire Cora, fire Cora. yeah core is a great manager but when you have people that are un, you have players on the field that are unwilling to perform they're they're underperforming in this case nobody's taking the step forward at some point these like mid-20s early 30s mid 30 year old baseball players have to yeah. be adults have to be grown men and go out and do what they're being paid millions of dollars to do and i'm not i'm not turning this into like a, oh these guys are getting paid millions of dollars to play a game why can't they be better that's not what i'm saying but i'm saying like you're a grown man if you're a leader Take the step forward to be the leader because as of right now, your team is spiraling and spiraling fast. Where's the, I need a players meeting. I need something. They're like six games out of the, the last wildcard spot. I don't know. There's something about that culture. I might, I might go ahead on July 11th with the Padres too. Just put the nail in that. Coffin. You might. You might have to, man. I mean, the things that the things that come to mind with the Padres for me right now. What was it? A year or two ago, we're on 80 win watch. It started yeah. as a joke, right? And then the way the season ended for them last year, and then you've got this year. Same story. World Series favorite in the conversation. And you might not even make the postseason. Yeah, the four games under 500 right now. Yo, come on. There's, uh, as I was saying, I got distracted. The, uh, the culture, I'd... Is it weird to say that playing in San Diego would... I see what you're saying. It's possible. I'm trying to put into words what like what's rattling around in my brain right now. Because I, I think of a team like San Diego. And like on a very like practical level, you, you throw something out there simple as, something as simple as a player's meeting. And I'm just like, if I lived in San Diego, if I played in San Diego, and I'm especially one of these guys that has a multi-year contract, a, a decade-plus-long contract, mm -hmm. I don't know if because I, I'm in San Diego, I'm, I, I am where I am, if that's just a priority to me. Because it's like, okay, we lost. We're in San Diego at the end of the day. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that's what's going on. But you have to wonder if maybe that plays into it ever so slightly. Like if that just kind of seeps into the cracks just a little bit where it's like, you know, like we got it good out here, win ball games, lose ball games. It's all good. We're in San Diego. Yeah. It's I possible. Just don't, I don't know if the culture that represents the city is infiltrating the team as well. Like it's very, as we've talked about, as you, as you know, you've been out there. Very laid back. Super. I just don't know if that vibe, they're all about vibes out there in San Diego. 
I don't know if that plays into it. I don't know. But all I know is they're not playing good baseball right now. I'm trying to figure out like what the issue is. Offensively, it looks like they're they're just middle of the road, which is strange because it's like that that lineup should be banging. I mean, Soto's turned it around as we as we documented. Machado still has yet to really figure it out. Xander's on a slide. Although I think he's playing he's playing hurt. As he's been known to do before. I just don't get it. Cronenworth has been less than himself. Yeah. It's just a team wide it's a it's a team wide struggle right now. Although a bright spot, I mean, I don't want to just sit here and rail them completely. Blake Snell seems to have figured it out. Yeah, true. Joe Joe Musgrove, after coming back, has like hasn't taken over the league by storm, but he's like giving you an opportunity to win ball games. I mean, at, at pitching the wise, they're, they're they're fifth in team ERA. Right. So it's a maybe I shouldn't say team wide thing. Maybe it's a lineup wide issue because pitching right. they're they're but doing like, all right. Yeah, and it's just McKen or uh not McKenzie Gore, I'm getting mixed up. No, I already said uh I said Musgrove. Yeah, it I I don't know. I yeah. I'm dumbfounded. When you're dropping series it. to the Nationals, you really need to maybe forego yeah. the street tacos after the game and maybe have a, a team meeting cuz this isn't it. I mean, they're not slugging great. It's not horrible, but it's not great. On base isn't that bad. OPS is... It, they're just like they're middle of the pack, which you can't be with that lineup. So I don't I don't know what's going on. Pitching is pretty solid. So I, I don't know. That's just like the 10,000-foot view. I haven't really like deep dive, dove, divid, doved. Take heated of into the other stuff, but still yeah, like, no, I get go. it. Oh, pick it up. Uh, <laughs> lastly here, I feel like I maybe should have saved the nationals over the Padres series for last knowing mm. that I was just gonna, yeah, go in on the, uh, the Padres a little bit, but Dodgers take the series over the Astros. Freddie gets his 2000th hit on Sunday night baseball, but the Astros stave off a sweep with an 11 inning win. Shout out baseball reference. Uh do 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 Freddie becomes the 22nd player in Major League history with at least 2000 hits and 300 home runs. That's interesting. You're getting a you're 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 working your way down the agenda for today. We got to cover some standings and we're going to talk more about that's 2K fancy for big Freddy. names on this list, by the way. Oh, we'll get into it. But uh, first, let's just run through the standings here real quick. Um, and just as a reminder, the reason we do this, you wonder, well, like, why do we go through the standings every Monday? Well, like, if you're like Nate or like me and you're out of town and you're kind of out of the loop, we're just trying to help help you get back into the loop. That's all. So let's uh, run through standings here real quick. At the top. In the American League East, as you would expect, Tampa Bay Rays, 54 and 27. The Orioles in second, 47 and 29. The Yankees in third at 43 and 35. 
And Nate, feel free to jump in if anything sticks out to you. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Jays, 43 and 36 in fourth. And at the bottom, a game above, 400, uh, above 500, the Red Sox at 40 and 39. Uh, American League Central, Minnesota. Also at 40 and 39. At the top in the American League Central. (laughs) Also, as Nate said, at 40 and 39. The Minnesota Twins. The Guardians, 37 and 40. Uh, The Guardians, as well as the rest of the division, all under 500. Uh, The Tigers at 33 and 43. The White Sox at 34 and 45. And the Royals at 22 and 56. They have since uh, relinquished title of worst team in baseball to the A's. The A's have reclaimed their their Back rightful crown. It's going to be a battle down the stretch to see who can suck more. <laughs> uh, the American League West Rangers still still holding strong, forty seven and thirty at the top. Astros forty two and thirty six. Angels forty two and thirty seven. Mariners thirty seven and thirty nine. And the A's at 20 and 60. Run differential watch. They're at negative 224. There and we go. For those, for those of you curious what that run, uh, that win percentage adds up to, that is a mark of 250. Need it. The National League East. The Atlanta Braves, 50 and 27. Oh, I didn't even realize they had... Hit the 50 game mark. 50 dubs. 50 and 27. The Marlins, 45 and 34. The Phillies at 40 and 37. 7 and 3 in their last 10. As well as the Marlins, 7, 7 and 3 in their last 10. The Mets, 35 and 42. In fourth place. And in last place, the Padre Killers, the Washington Nationals at 30 and 47. They're 20 games back. So we're talking about have they been eliminated yet? Close. Maybe, <laughs> maybe by this time next week, the Nationals will be eliminated. Um, the Reds in the National League Central, 41 and 37, holding it down a game over the Brewers, who are in second at 40 and 37. The Cubs, with the only positive run differential in the division at third, uh, they're 37 and 39, with a run differential of plus 32. The Pirates, as I mentioned, have lost. Uh, nine of their last ten. They are thirty-five and forty-two. Cardinals still in last, thirty-two and forty-five. And in the National League West, that nature shakes his head. Ah, the Cardinals. Oh man. Start over. Just sell everybody. Start over. Dumb. Doesn't make sense. I hate it. Depressing. I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not letting that go. I'm not, I'm not letting it go. I believe that there was something that there is a connection between last year's Cardinals watching fans pile out of the exits before the game was even close to being over. And the way that this year has gone. As bad as they are, they're still only eight and a half back in a bad division. As bad as this is, this is rock bottom for the Cardinals. 
you catch a 10 game winning streak and that's Flip asking quite a lot of this team. Yeah, but you've seen the you've seen the freaking A's do that. You've seen the Pirates do that. You've seen bad teams go on streaks. If a good team gets on a streak, it suddenly ignites something and then releases all those demons of the first half. This could be a second half story that we could be talking about. You never know. I haven't given up. I just want that to to be on the record. I haven't given up on on the Cardinals yet, but the theme of this episode, you're running out of time. Yeah. You're absolutely running out of time. The National League West, the D-backs in first at 47 and 32. Rock is the only one in the division, by the way, with a negative run differential, and it's bad. Mm. The Mm. Giants in second at 44 and 34. Dodgers at 43 and 34. The Padres at 37 and 41, and the Rockies at 31 and 49. With a run differential of negative 123. Mm. Giants playing good ball. Eight and two in their last ten. Uh so there you have it. That is your standings update for Monday, June 26th. Back. To Freddie. Freddie Free. Hit number 2000 for Freddie Freeman. Dodgers legend. Played part time with the Braves. Just an absolute <laughs> monument worthy figure in Los Angeles. I mean, I just build a statue now. Put it out there with all the other Dodger greats. Because this yeah. is a fan, this is a fan base that actually appreciates their stars. Oh man! Oh, you were feeling something today, aren't this you? This isn't a fan base that that turns their back once somebody new rolls into town. <laughs> when there's rumors uh, that maybe there's another star on the horizon, and say, "Ah, oh, well, we're we've already forgotten about this guy." Dang, ruthless. Hey, the Braves are playing good ball. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, as you mentioned, what was the nugget you dropped? You said like 300 home runs or something. 22nd player ever to have 2,000 hits and 300 home runs. Wait, why did I see that there's 98? Those are 2,000 hit guys. I thought that's what you said. No, and 300 home runs. Oh, so there's 98 guys who have 2,000 hits. There you go. But even fewer that also have 300 home runs. There we go. Yep. Oh, it says through age 33 season. Maybe that's filtering out something there. I don't know. That must be it. That could be it. Because the way I read this, and I pulled the note directly from the article, there are now 98 players in Major League history who have logged 2,000 or more hits and 300 or more home runs in their career. Both thresholds mm. that Freeman has crossed over the course of this season. I guess it's by the time you're 33. That must be it. Full, just full of Hall of Famers in here. Stacked. Of that nugget I just shared with you, and also kind of Nate, uh, the other active Me players, 
The only other active players who can claim both are Joey Votto, Nelson Cruz, and Miguel Cabrera. Joey Votto has over 300 home runs. Uh, that's what the article said, so I'm just going to assume it's correct. Trust it. Yeah. No, but for real, I don't think people just really understand how good this guy is. Dude. I mean, it's insane. And like, yeah, like jokes aside, you get into the whole Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson conversation. Matt Olson's great. Guy, what is he? He's like tied now for the most home runs in baseball. Mm-hmm. He's doing, we've talked about this till we're blue in the face. We're not, we're not saying anything you don't already know. Matt Olson's been a great replacement for Freddie Freeman, but Freddie Freeman's career. It's just insane. Yeah. It's hard to say goodbye to. I think Braves fans feel the same way. Look, Olsen's great, but they still got feels for the old girlfriend. Like, can't get over the ex. You just don't find a guy with this kind of power that also has this level of consistency when it comes to contact. You just don't really see that anymore. Look, you look at Matt Olson. Give him the home run lead. Fine. Freddie Freeman is hitting 80 points higher in average and 50, 50 points higher in, in OPS. Starting in 2016, he has logged seasons of 302, 307, 309, 295, 341, hmm. 300, 325, and he's currently hitting 317. This man catches barrels. You sprinkle in some 30 plus homer seasons there. That's just you don't you don't find that. It's out there, but it's it is not common. Generational talent. Dodger out, legend. Out the door. They gave me a little champagne uh, toast afterwards. I thought that was pretty cool. Classy. Very classy. Uh, one other note here. The gentleman we've been speaking about, Freddie Freeman became the 13th player to get their 2000th career hit while with the Dodgers and is a sixth active major league player to reach that milestone, which I think we already said. But look, man, Freddie Freeman and the Dodgers, they just go hand in hand, mm-hmm. just synonymous. Yeah. Freddie Freeman is the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are Freddie Freeman. I would concur. I would concur. Also, just for like frame of reference – just to recollect how good Albert Pujols was. When he turned 33, he had 2,347 hits and 492 home runs. And he broke in a year later than Freddie. And at that point in his career, he didn't even know that his 
final season, he would have access to every juice baseball that he wanted. I know. That's wild. I mean, that's crazy. If if only he knew then what he knows now, who knows what could have happened. Who knows? No, that was your conspiracy. That wasn't that wasn't necessarily. Don't make me put the hat on. I ran with it, but you started it. I I didn't I wasn't the one that threw I'll that. I'll die on that hill. That's fine. I mean, I think you're right. I think everybody <laughs> would agree that you're right, but Yeah, no one wants to admit it. Nobody I'll wants say to admit the things it. I'll say the things you don't want to say. It's all good. Yeah, so that about wraps it up for talk on uh again, Dodger legend Freddie Freeman. Dodger legend. Freddie Freeman. He's a Dodger and he's a legend for that team, the Dodgers, not the Braves. Dodgers. <laughs> Go Dodgers. Uh Aaron Judge, what's the deal with Aaron Judge? Uh because uh, Aaron Boone cannot guarantee that he'll return this year, which is super odd because yeah, on paper, you can't, you can't guarantee that you'll fall walking off the sidewalk into the parking lot when you leave your house and break your teeth. But like, it's safe to assume that like, yeah, I mean, it's like 99% going to happen, not going to happen. But like, what a weird thing to say. Like, Oh, he got real defensive. It seemed like in the quote that I read where he's like, well, I can't guarantee that for anybody or any or something like that. Like, what does that even mean? Like, is he's he going to? He's 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 been defensive on all questions lately. Like, is he going to play or is he not? We have. It's not even July yet. That's plenty of time to know whether or not he can come back or not. Well, here's the thing: is that we just found out this was a torn ligament in the toe. That's new news. Sure. So this is just another example of the Yankees front office just blatantly hiding half truth to all its fan base. You're only telling us half the story. So just come out and be honest. Why is every injury around these guys so mysterious? Why is every other organization straight up? But the Yankees have to be eh, tiptoe, pun intended, around every injury every single time Nestor Cortez strained his hamstring and he's been out for he's going to be out for like eight weeks when it's all said and done we still don't know what the Rodon thing is but now he's making rehab assignment starts and lighting it up all these mysterious things just be straight up for once for once, just be straight up. So now it's like, I don't know. I would assume he comes back after the All-Star break, if I was to guess. But he said it still hurts when he walks around to walk. So much less baseball activities. I don't know. It's going to be hard to say. I think he'll be back. And the Yankees have a nice, a nice stretch the rest of the way out until the all-star break. I think I read that their next eight matchups are all teams with losing records or not in first place teams. So this could be the point where, you know, I don't know, maybe build a little momentum off of taking the Rangers series that no one expected them to do that. Pitching has looked really good. Continue to just scratch and claw runs any way you can. 
But they need to trade for an outfielder. It's plain and simple. They need to go get an outfielder. So we'll see. But as far as Judge goes, yeah, he'll be back this year. Just don't know when. And freaking Dodger Stadium. Renovate your crap. Do, do you think uh, we'll hear any update on Aaron Judge today? Or do you think it will be tomorrow? Oh. Did you write that down? <laughs> what do you think Aaron Judge's favorite chocolate is? Toblerone. Toblerone. Nailed it. What do you think Aaron Judge's favorite chips are? Toastitos. Ah, that's better. <laughs> what did you This get? website says Toritos. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not go with Toastitos? Come I don't on. Know. That's a slam dunk. That's, that's a slam dunk. This <laughs> website sucks. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, one more. Uh, what do you think Aaron Judge's favorite mouth freshener is? I don't know. You got me on that one. Mentos. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's terrible. Thank you. Do you see one of those fans like yelling into the dugout the other day? It was like, oh, you could get my big toe. Just take mine. Oh, it's it's uh it's unfortunate though. It really is. And they're they're just they're very coy about this whole thing, and that's what pisses us off. Like just they're super coy about all this stuff. And as far as the rest of the roster goes, I I genuinely think Josh Donaldson needs to be DFA'd. It's it's horrendous. It's so bad. So, so bad. Yeah, send him to Tokyo. There you go. You got more, don't you? Finding some more. You're not even listening. You're just reading. No, I'm listening. I agree with you 100%. You need an outfielder, and uh, Donaldson needs to be DFA'd. And that's why I said send him to Tokyo. Yeah. Bring up Peraza. Go get a left fielder. I don't think Peraza is your answer either, but teach their own. Got to work with what you got. Triple A too. He can play some third base. So, Glaber Torres, stop, stop with the. Just the dude takes like a week off sometimes. It's annoying. Pisses me off. Takes plays off all the time. Is that weird play where Simeon? caught that blooper and then doubled him off at second. Glaber's standing on third like idiot. Sick of it. We need the ghost of George Steinbrenner to come through and just fire somebody. I got nothing. I was looking for a transition. Nate, see, kick his answer to all your ticket needs. You're looking for tickets? Do you have plans of friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert or even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? 
With SeatGeek, you can find tickets, games, concert shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks or making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code 30TAKE. That's our social handle at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. It's all you got to do to save some of that. Cold, hard Venmo transfer. Cash. Enter promo code 30TAKE. That's our social handle at checkout. SeatGeek. All right. Last thing we got on deck here. Uh, let us place our votes for phase two of the all-star ballot finals. Let's do it. All right. Right off the top here, just going down the, going down the page as is listed on major league baseball's official website. First base American league. Well, the whole infield basically is just you choosing someone else versus a Blue Jay because of this corrupt system. So give me Yandy Diaz, who has a hundred and fifteen point higher OPS than No, Vlad. he's literally he's literally not kidding. Like go around the horn on the infield, it's it's literally a blue jay or somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, but Canada give it. isn't isn't voting for anybody else. Yeah, the Blue Jay fan base just decided that they wanted to be the uh, Kansas City Royals of old, or the Kansas City fan base of old. So we're going Yandi. I'm going Yandi. Yeah, dude. Props to Yandi, man. I don't feel like we've given him much of the true much of the spotlight, much shine this year. But true. dude's been dude's been going off. And admittedly, much of I, what I know about him is from fantasy, but I just thought that this I, was one of those scenarios where it's a guy that kind of just starts hot and kind of tapers off yeah. into the into the mix. But he's literally sitting here on the all-star ballot, so he's doing something right. I think it's his first year playing full-time at first, too. Was he playing a lot of third base last year? So I believe so, yeah. For him. Give me Yandy. Uh, Give National me Yandy. League. Uh, we've got... Matt Olson going up against uh, Dodger legend Freddie Freeman. Arguably the greatest ever wear the uniform. Give me Fred. Uh, yeah, give me Freddie. Like, well, no. No? Well, yeah. No, yes. Maybe. He's hitting 80 points yes. higher. And again, 50 points higher in OPS. I understand Let the home runs from Matt Olson, but like, still, Fred. Is this an acceptable answer? I think they're both deserving. For but sure. But I want the best chance to see some fireworks during the All-Star game. And I feel like Matt Olson's that guy. Oh, interesting. But, you know, hmm. I'm going Fred. I don't know, man. That's if he was over 900 in the OPS column, I think I'd easily go Matt Olson. But Freddie Freeman's OPS is 946 right now. Yeah, yeah. That's big dog stuff. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll go Freddie, but I'm not happy about it. So yeah. Right up there with Koufax. Jackie. 
Jackie. Heck, even Kershaw. Hmm. Current teammate. Mount Rushmore. Freddie Freeman. Uh, second base. In the American League. Another Blue Jay, Whitmerfield. Why? Uh, I just why? don't understand. Uh, Marcus Simeon. Next question. Yeah. National League, Ozzy Albies and Luis Arias. Uh, next question. Uh, third base. I mean, really, I, I, I don't mean to like cut you off here if you have something I mean, to Ozzy does have 15 more home runs, and that's not necessarily Arias' style of play, but no, when but you're hitting like, 400, yeah, 399 technically, he still has a 944 OPS. So it's not like it's all just slap singles, you know? Like he's he's still he's still shooting gaps. So yeah, it's Luis Arias. I mean, if yeah, sorry. I mean a storyline like this doesn't come around every year. So when it happens, yeah. like sorry, tough, tough break, Ozzy, but I mean, yeah. come on. Everybody wants Everybody and their mother wants to see Luis Arise in the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Give the give the man his due. I know my mom does. My mom does too. She sends me articles every now and then, just from. She's like, "Do you know who this Luis Arise guy is?" Current yeah. events. Well, I can guarantee you, she wouldn't pronounce it right because no. If there is a word that has two or more possible pronunciations. She's taking the wrong. 100% of the time gets it wrong. Every yeah. time. You heard of this Luis Reyes Luis guy? Luis Reyes? Is he related sure. to Nate? Sure. No, Mom. That's not sure. even the same name. But it's close. I know of him. Real close. No. All love. All love for Mom. Um, Third base. Another Blue Jay. Weird. Actually, another Ranger, too. That's a theme in here, too. Hmm. Yeah, Matt Chapman's a little more understandable because of the start I feel like that he had. And it just, it's maybe one of those name recognition scenarios because you I think guess. Matt Chapman, you go, oh, I I heard that name a bunch. Let me just go for him. But clearly, I don't think that's the, the case here because it clearly seems like he the Blue Jays stopped fans. playing after the first month. <laughs> he he really just, did. This is just one month of totals, I think. It it really is. It's kind of shocking, but it seemed like Blue Jays fans just wanted to, yeah, just run the table here. Uh, I gotta go. Give me Rookie of the Year candidate Josh Young. Yeah, easy. Rookie of the Year favorite, maybe. If you want to make that argument, third base. National League. Nolan Arenado, Austin Riley. Mm, this is a bit of a pillow fight. Uh oh boy. I guess Nolan. Yeah, I'm taking Nolan. There really wasn't any other better third baseman, you know? I mean, this isn't bad, but like a 786 OPS. Truthfully, Austin Riley hasn't been giving me 2021-2022 Austin Riley vibes. I'm waiting for it. I'm needing it. But clearly the Braves don't need it, so yeah. if 
if and when he turns it on, watch out. Uh, Nolan. Nolan. Sec- uh, shortstop, Bo Bichette, Corey Seager. See, the tough thing is, Seager's doing this after missing like a month. Yeah. So, I and understand I would, the Bo Bichette stuff, but like... Yeah, I would say Bo Bichette's certainly one of the more deserving Blue Jays. So, like, yeah, I think his yeah. placement on this list is... That's allowed. Is ...deserved, is yeah. allowed. But, yeah, I mean, 10 bops, 46 ribbies, one less than Bo Bichette. Yeah, missing a month of baseball. Yeah. Siga. <sighs> Corey Seager. Corey. Orlando Arcia and Francisco Lindor. Ew. What? Really? That's all we had to choose from? Frankie Lindor is hitting 221. 749 OPS. I don't want to choose either. Do I have to? Can we write in? Can we put just Bo on the NL side for for this? I guess. Yeah, can yeah, just give Yeah, just give Bo the the road his road jersey and just kind of squint a little bit and yeah. just pretend that he's a National League shortstop just for the day. I'm not putting Lindor on here, so we're going Arcia. I mean, I don't feel great about that either, but neither. But alas. Yeah, I mean, sure. Catcher, Jonah Heim, Adley Rutschman. Wow. Shout out Jonah Heim, man. You hear Yeah, dude. Yeah. You hear Adley. Adley, Adley, Adley. Jonah Heim. Higher average, more home runs, more ribbies, and a higher OPS. If it wasn't for... Hang on a sec, actually. I want to go back. If you... Hmm. Look at first base real quick. Yeah, I think Vlad still takes it. Even with the Canadian voting. I was going to say if Nathaniel Lowe was in there, you're looking at an all-infield Ranger all-star appearance. But Nathaniel Lowe's at 273, eight jacks, 41 home runs. Yeah. 41 RBI, sorry. Yeah. Um, Vlad still takes that, but still, impressive. Rangers are impressive. I mean, if you're the Rangers, even if you're not starting the entire infield in the All-Star game, you have to be happy with what you're getting out of your infielders this year. Yeah. To say the least. But uh, for real, though, we going Jonah Heim here? I'm going Jonah Heim, for sure. My goodness. 20 points higher, another home run, 23 more RBIs, 20 points on the OPS. Yeah. Give me Jonah. National League, Sean Murphy, Will Smith. This is a this is right down the middle, dude. I don't. This might know. be the closest race of all of them. You saw yeah. Will Smith making uh, making a bid last night for for the honor of starter, just putting um, in work on Sunday night baseball. I'm just gonna throw my fantasy baseball bias in there and go Will Smith. Well, I mean, for those keeping track at home, Will Smith hitting 291, 
to Sean Murphy's 290. They both have 12 home runs. Sean Murphy has 43 RBIs to Will Smith's 41. And Will Smith has an OPS of 925 to 919. So Flip a coin. I, I mean, I Will Smith has every category. Well, he's tied for home runs, but higher average, higher OPS, and he only has two fewer RBIs, which are, by definition, kind of out of his control. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, give me Will Smith. All right. Give me Will Smith. Outfield, we'll run through this pretty quick because we're uh, getting low on time here. But American League outfield, uh, you got Jordan, Randy, Adolis, Aaron Judge, Kevin Kiermaier, and Mike Trout. I'm going to go ahead and rule Mike Trout out. Right? Yeah. Not so fast. I don't know. This is uninspired he's having a good year so here's the thing though kevin kiermeyer i'm not just gonna speed past that like i didn't just say what i said kevin kiermeyer the i looked up it took me one guy one guy before nate and i hopped on i said let me just go with the first guy that comes to mind i looked up alex verdugo's numbers higher in every category Mm -hmm. and alex verdugo isn't necessarily having like an all-star like a career year by any stretch. He's a snub. Where's Yoshida? Probably better than Kevin Kiermaier. That's another great example. Let's just go around the whole Red Sox outfield, shall we? Way better. For those wondering, Kevin Kiermaier is hitting 276, four home runs, 18 RBIs. All right, let's go category. 776 OPS. Let's go category by category. Average. 276. Yoshida is hitting 299. Home runs. Four. Yoshida's got eight. As a contact hitter, mind you. Yeah. RBI. RBIs. 18. 39. Yeah. OPS. 776. 839. What a joke. People in Canada don't care. They just don't care. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um... And look, we're I'm I'm not gonna go into some rant about it being a popularity contest. I've done I do that every year. If the, if you don't understand that by now, if you don't yeah. get that by now that the American yeah. League All Star voting system is a popularity contest, I can't help you. But it's where we are, so we just go with it. Yeah. Um, of this list though, you can. I mean, Judge hasn't played in three weeks. Sure. I guess you give yeah you give him the honor, but he's obviously yeah not gonna play. Yeah. I mean, he's still he's still leading this whole pack in home runs. Sure. So you give Judge one of the one of the three spots. Um, you give. I don't think Jordan's playing either. Second highest OPS on this list at nine seventy seven. Seventeen bombs. Yeah, give Jordan the honor. You're gonna have you're gonna have some uh, fill ins on this game for sure. Right. And then, Randy. Yeah, man. 292, 14 jacks, 890 OPS. 54 ribbies, yeah. That's my outfield. National League. For those wondering, Acuna is an automatic lock for the NL. 
top vote getter for the National League, yep. as is Shohei for the American League in the DH category. But for the National League outfield, you got Acuna. I'm going. I'm going Corbin Carroll for show. Yeah, yeah, Corbin for Carroll. Show. For sure, Michael Harris does not deserve to be on this list. Although, to his credit, I did his, say his numbers are worse than Kevin. No, <laughs> I did say before we hopped on. I said if Michael Harris the second would have been doing what was expected of Michael Harris the second for the course of the season up to this point, he'd be making the All Star game. But he just turned it on too late, and that's just that's just where he is, and it, that's. Kind of what we have to go with. Uh, but yeah, I'm going Acuna as Good. the guarantee. Good. Carol. <laughs> and actually, no, I want to dispute Acuna getting in. Can I do that? No. He's 35 stolen bases. Can I play this under? Can I play? <laughs> can this game be played under protest? I would like to, I would like to write in an option for outfield. No, uh, Acuna, Carol, and. Okay. It's got to be Mookie. Yeah, it's got to be Mookie. All right, easy enough. Designated hitter, Otani is in for the AL National League. JD. Sorry, Bryce. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, for one, am not surprised. You're surprised. I'm absolutely not surprised. You're not surprised that Bryce is not putting up numbers that are much better than Kevin Kiermaier? No, no, sorry. No, no, no. I meant, <laughs> well, again, <laughs> missed a significant amount of time. Just saying. Just you're saying. right. We have to go off what's what's on paper. You're right. Bryce sucks. He's just a tick above Kevin Kiermeyer. <laughs> no, JD Martinez though. I knew there was potential for him to go out there and re- regain his his old form. I didn't think he'd be putting up 16 bops. Yeah. At this point him. in time, I will say that. But you know, good for him, man. So yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the DH for the National League. All right, there we have it. That was fun. Oh, obviously Otani is the DH on the AL. Yeah, I mentioned that. Oh, you did? Cool. Yeah. I think everybody assumed. Everybody yeah, knew. Everyone. If you didn't know, you know now. Um, if you didn't know, you're not watching baseball this year. Yeah. Uh, it's dumb that they don't show their stats, though. As a top vote getter? Yeah. Like, I'd like to see those. They're just so good that it doesn't even matter. Uh, that's all I got. May 8th, 1993. What are you doing? Just are you doing your voting right vote. now? Yeah. 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 Oh, I guess I got to do that officially to be on, yeah. to be yeah. on record. No, stop sending me emails. Already get them. I'm not a robot. All right. We got to get out of here. You Let's can do this after. Vote. Done. Done. We'll see you guys Thursday, barring any craziness. Don't go chasing girls. We love you all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.